0: Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is a premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Hey, guess what? This isn't a regular episode of the Constitutionals. It's an interview, as they say. I was going to say it's a podcast, but it's not. (laughs) I make myself laugh. Uh, Speaking of laughing, I spoke with comedian Chase O'Donnell. He's a fantastic comedian out of uh, Los Angeles, uh, it was a new album coming out February ninth, so two days from the posting of this uh, podcast called "People Pleaser" interview. Excuse me, not podcast. <laughs> it's a, the special itself is going to be available on YouTube. The uh, album you can find basically any, any anywhere uh, that you can stream uh, comedy, Spotify, I guess, uh, uh, d- Apple, Google. It was recorded in front of uh, an audience, of course, as these specials are at the, the Bourbon Room in Los Angeles. Uh, it's uh, I have not heard it, full disclosure, but I have spoken to her, and guess what? Chase is a dream. She's very funny, very personable, and uh, unique, and she has some things to say, as we all do. If I could just be just just so much more vague about who she is as a person just she's so unique uh chase is a uh, is a is she's very funny uh when it comes to her tiktoks and her uh, instagram posts if you want to see chase on tour she's currently touring uh with uh, comedian christina p uh which uh, is, is a good thing because i definitely did ask her questions about working w- under uh, another woman in comedy and learning things uh from from her and 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 being taken on the wing uh which is something that i believe a lot of uh women in comedy need it's just somebody to lean on and and that uh is 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 good to hear and chase uh like i said tiktok instagram you can follow her chase underscore o'donnell uh you can follow me uh at chad black Black white (laughs) did i forget (laughs) what my name was uh, you can also follow Chase on uh, TikTok, Chase underscore Elaine, where she's doing uh, a bunch of things, including like uh, if musicals were real life. I think that's what it's called. And uh, you can see her uh, sing and dancing along uh, like a like a like a person with no cares in the world. You can also see her on pod listen to her rather on podcasts, including Dr. Drew After Dark and Where's My Mom At, as well as uh, her writing for the National Lampoon's final edition podcast she's been at a couple of comedy festivals just i mean just just search for her online you'll find her all over the place uh, and that's a good thing she's great she's uh, fantastic uh and uh yeah that's it okay uh if you want to see a video version of this interview youtube.com slash people's comedy listen to our other podcast the constitutionals podcast which is this one <laughs> as well i just advertise the main the main version of this podcast as well as the upcoming uh podcast uh uh jesus i don't know what it's called i think it's called like this week this week in late night the late late the late late show wait (laughs) Do, do you think i know what my show is called the late late night show show Uh, Or late night lately. It's one of those things. I haven't started the RSS feed. I'll do it at some point. It's a late night show recap thing, and I'm I'm not recapping episodes, but uh, just saying what the best thing is for the week. We'll figure it out. And our other podcast show, LinkedIn Logs, where I try to become a LinkedIn influencer because I have nothing better to do. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for viewing. Uh, And yeah, that's it. All right, here we go on with the show.
1: Thank you for having me on this. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, uh truth be told, I saw I saw your uh Instagram and TikTok following and then I and then I saw uh, some clips of you and I just thought, okay, well, she's a talent. Got to see what's up.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm excited so
1: to chat. What what's
0: the tell me about what's the album called?
1: Uh People Pleaser.
0: People Pleaser. Okay. And how, and how long have you been working on it?
1: I mean, I th- probably since I started stand up in 2014. So like, I, th- I think this, this is my first album. So it's definitely just like a culmination of all the stand up I've been doing since wow. I started.
0: Were you nervous at all to, to put this uh, like, cause like you go on, you go on tour, you do stand up people only like a certain amount of people see you, but now the whole world has a chance to see you or were you, were you nervous to put any of that information out there?
1: Yeah, I've I've been really nervous because so far I've been in a very safe bubble that the people that follow me have chosen to like be my friend on Instagram or whatever. And now I'm opening myself up to a lot of, I just know there's trolls and I know people are really mean and I'm a very sensitive person, A.K.A. a people pleaser, and I'm just like preparing myself to not worry about hate that is inevitably going to come from just putting yourself out there in a way no, like
0: this. I don't think you have to worry about that because uh, based on you know the multitude of TikToks I just watched, you've got you're you're easy enough to like you know just go with the flow and. Uh, and then and, and just let yourself be on video. So I, I don't think you have a lot to, to think about.
1: Oh, thank you. Okay. I just they posted a um a do you know what don't tell comedy is it's no. like this platform that puts out comedy sets. It has a big following and they just put out my set for that yesterday. And I read like one comment and I was like, Nope, I'm done. I can't (laughs) look at comments. I'm going on a walk. So I'm definitely learning, like, (laughs) even though I am go with the flow and like I put myself out there, usually I was like, oh, God, not not healthy to just be seeing comments. Yeah.
0: I I think you have to you know you have to humble yourself if you if you could if you feel you you can take one comment and then just not look at anything else, um, or you know use it use it against people. You can say you, you uh, make a joke about how someone has made fun of your dancing or something, and and just use it back at them, and, and really show that it doesn't you know affect you because. I've seen, you know, comics do that all the time. Uh, Seth Meyers does it with his uh, corrections when he does it uh, on on YouTube. And, and you can definitely weaponize that for yourself.
1: That's true. I mean, also what makes me feel better is comedy because I cope with humor. And so I just like writing out to myself like oh i'm gonna quit comedy cuz they didn't like me or oh okay you're right i'll never i'll never perform again you person with one follower that like it, like i i making jokes about it that i took it so i take it so personally helps me cope and just feel like oh this is so ridiculous to even care <laughs> so even if it's just jokes to myself i feel better
0: <laughs> yeah what, what drove yeah. you to uh, comedy in the first place?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I've always loved making people laugh, but I think it started because I grew up dancing. Mm. So um, there's a lot of acting and dance, like in dance recitals and in ballets and dance competition. There's a lot of just like performance that goes into that. And I always loved to make people laugh through my dances, so it just naturally, once I started studying theater and acting, anything I did, even if it was like a dramatic Shakespeare piece, I would find the comedy in it. I just really loved comedy, not dramatic anything, so um, yeah, I studied theater in college. My professors would purposely give me dramatic pieces to do because I had a tendency to make everything funny and they had to force me to not be funny. So I've just always loved being funny and I've always known that's what I wanted to do.
0: That's uh, that's very noble and admirable to to say I I was a drama. They forced me to do drama, but boy, oh boy, I enjoyed that comedy aspect of it. They would.
1: They really would like go out of their way to make me not be funny. (laughs)
0: <laughs> do you uh do you ever do you follow um or do you know of any uh, uh, uh choreographers that you admire that you uh still watch for their dancing routines because I know like Mandy Moore has to be not the singer the choreographer has to be yeah the, the
1: choreographer the yeah she's
0: she's fantastic like once I found out who she was I was like amazed at what she is able to accomplish on screen.
1: Oh my gosh, I love that you know Mandy Moore, not the singer. Um, Yeah, truly any of the um, So You Think You Can Dance choreographers, I was such a fan of So You Think You Can Dance when it came out. Um, Kenny Ortega, choreographer of High School Musical, Mm. uh, will always hold a special place in my heart. I was a big fan. Um, And who I'm blanking on their name, they're a couple they choreographed Justin Bieber's music video, the Just Go Love Yourself video. Okay. I'm blinking on their name, Mari and something. I love them. Okay. But um, I don't follow choreographers as much as I probably should.
0: I'm looking up the Just Go Love Yourself video because now I have to know these people by their name. Yeah
1: yeah I should look I should look too
0: so it says I'm on the music video The Purpose uh directed by Paris Gobel and uh Paris Renee Goebel's the director is she also she says she's a yeah. choreographer
1: oh it, it no it's Keone and Mari
0: Keone and Mari have okay. you heard of them I've not heard of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if they can work with Bieber
1: yeah. <laughs> no, they're really, really talented. Now, do you still uh, practice dance? <laughs> they have, they just kind of have this style. Um, I don't take dance class anymore. Um, over the pandemic, I was doing ballet a lot just from my bedroom because there was Tyler Peck is the like principal dancer at New York City Ballet. And she was doing free ballet classes just on Instagram. And I got really into doing that um but no i haven't been to like class i find learning tiktok dances <laughs> as a class and i have so much fun doing that um because it like keeps that muscle memory uh i think there's such a like different place in the brain happening learning choreography mm-hmm. so it keeps it keeps me sharp and on my yeah. toes learning learning choreography even if it's in my bedroom
0: <laughs> now has uh has using tiktok uh, uh you know you i you are somebody who i think is well versed in tiktok i i look at these videos and it is crazy what you can do and then i try to put out something not like not a dance or anything i just try to put out like you know clips like this on onto tiktok and uh it, it amazes me what people like you can do with the the over the overlapping of the audio and the and the different shots and the and, you know the captions and everything, uh, I I think that it in itself in and of itself is a is a new type of uh, science because when YouTube came about, then comedians and entertainers had to learn how to use that and then Twitter came about they had to learn how to use that and then Instagram and now it's TikTok so it's a it's a new uh, speaking of muscle memory you know it's a, it's a new thing yeah. that you have to learn and conquer and i think you're well on your way to do that
1: That's so nice of you to say i really don't feel like i know tiktok but I, what with these videos, I have that like musical in real life series I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I had the idea for years. I've had that idea before TikTok came out. And it wasn't until I reached out to a friend who we were in the theater program in college together. So, an old friend, and I was just like, hey, can you help me make these? And just having that help somebody filming it for me so I didn't feel like I had to go set up the camera and like embarrass myself alone, it helped so much that was the game changer having my friend Nicole uh, work on those with me so. Getting help was the big thing for TikTok. and then as far as like knowing how to use it, I don't because you're a millennial. Yes. Right? yeah. I feel like we grew up with MySpace and there was like the coding on MySpace. We had to learn how to code kind of Yeah. and then and Oof. then YouTube came out when I was in high school and I I was very active on YouTube and like I was editing videos. I put quotes because it wasn't good editing, but I <laughs> I think I like jumped into it as soon as it came out and i've always been pretty i've just always kind of known how to do it and i don't know what that is but i think just like i all we've we kind of grew up with the internet and i'm sure gen z is like out of control amazing at knowing how to do all this stuff but i've definitely like when everything was coming out as we like were growing up i was like learning how to do it as we went yeah. So I've always loved editing. I've always loved um the that creative process of making a little movie.
0: Right. So and yeah. and that's that's how a comedian, you know, has to has to be even if they the, the biggest comedians in the world say for, you know, the people who get Netflix specials that are paid millions of dollars for those, they still have to uh, advertise themselves on these platforms put out these videos cut uh, uh, uh clips from from stand up sets and and show them show out and show themselves uh to their audience even if they have uh, a million a million uh followers and it's 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 funny i think i think that um uh you know some people are like really good at it and others uh, uh still are still kind of uh, testing the waters even you know a couple years in and um but it, it's a necessity now now it's it now it's the key in order to be successful
1: yeah I it's so crazy because technology changes so fast and we have to keep up and I'm already like I'm already realizing like whoa I be real like that's the new thing have you heard uh, of it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like I, I don't it's get just it.
1: like now that's what's relevant like we have to keep jumping from platform to platform mm-hmm. and it used to be we had to film everything horizontally so that yes. it could go on youtube and then yes. instagram and then it changed to vertical so i have so much content back in the day that's like horizontal but that's out and that's dated and like yeah. you just have to keep Keeping up and it is hard. It's harder yeah. than keeping up with the Kardashians.
0: <laughs> it's just who's your tough. favorite Kardashian, we have to know that. <laughs> I and think
1: Kendall's the most normal. Kendall's, Kendall's... the most down to earth.
0: Wow. Okay. I go by um this is a very dude thing to say. I go by attraction <laughs> and it is uh-huh. Chloe for me.
1: Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you know what? I love Chloe. I think she has the best personality out of the bunch.
0: She's real.
1: She's cool. She's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she has the least amount of children,
1: right? Yeah, just one. No, Kendall has none. Oh,
0: okay. So I
1: beat you there. But yeah, (laughs) she only has one. I mean, she, Chloe's got drama with Tristan. There Mm -hmm. is some drama, but it's entertaining.
0: Do you think you could be a Kardashian or be a part of the family at any point?
1: Yeah. I do. Thank you for asking. I've never been asked that before.
0: <laughs> I don't I think, know if you were think, briefed on these interviews, but I I we could. go hard into the Kardashians.
1: <laughs> I had a feeling. Um yeah, I think I I think everybody when the Kardashians came out was like oh this is so dumb anybody can like do this anybody can have a reality show and what we've learned is no 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 they are professional reality tv tv people and i just did a a like reality show pilot with my sister and let me tell you it is hard
0: Mm. to
1: be real and just yourselves when cameras are on you, telling you to be funny and telling you to just react in the moment. And the second the cameras are off, me and my sister were back to like our normal banter. And like, we're like, ugh, why aren't the cameras on us now? But that pressure of having to like do a show, just just yourselves and your no script, it's very hard. And I'm very, very impressed with the Kardashians.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why they they're a like, very good a job. Exactly. Yeah. it's
1: Yeah. It's no joke what they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this pilot has it. has? Does being a comedian open up and like, and that and then also a dancer? Does that like, open up any ideas for you to? Uh, want to act and and want or just want to be a, a, a reality person or be someone that is on. So you think you Could dance or dancing with the stars, uh, teaching or being the star themselves.
1: Yeah, I will. OK, so I started dancing um, when I was younger. I wanted to be in a ballet company. And then when I'm going to bring up High School Musical again, mm-hmm. when High School Musical came out, I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And then Glee came out and I was like, yep. And then Pitch Perfect and all these like singing and dancing movies. I was like, this is what I'm doing with my life. And um, I found the audition process and like being an actor uh, to be – not suited for my personality there's so much rejection there's so much like you're not good enough and it's just judged on how you look and it's it's a very toxic industry I found Um, stand-up I'm able to just write and get up on stage without anyone telling me yes or no you just do it and that's what I was really drawn to with stand-up but the goal with stand-up has always been, I'm going this route to get to the ultimate dream of being in high school musical. So (laughs) whatever the equivalent is in whatever year it happens, but this way feels like I'm in control. Whereas with acting, you're kind of at the mercy of casting directors and whoever your agent is. I just like the idea of, creating my own stuff and i am writing like i'm writing a a musical comedy yeah. right now and like that type of thing is what i eventually want to get to
0: yeah and and you seem you seem very passionate about it how are you approaching uh writing stand up jokes and then you know follow up with that how are you approaching writing this musical comedy is it is everything coming natural to you? Does it feel like you're you're putting yourself within these jokes and within the music?
1: Yeah, they're like two very different places in my brain. Um, with music, it comes easier. The first show I did out of college that I wrote myself was a, a musical comedy show and it was all on the guitar or piano and like comedy songs Mm -hmm. those write themselves for me very easily i can just be on the guitar and a song comedy song happens um way easier than stand-up jokes for me um stand-up jokes even even to this day they come to me randomly i'll be like on a walk i'll be driving um but i'm I'm never just like sitting at my desk, trying to write a joke.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, it, I find stand-up to be harder, uh, which I guess I like that challenge, but it's definitely the jokes that work on stage are the ones that come for, from a very, very honest place and are when I like dig deep into what do I actually feel rather than like, this is funny. Yeah. This might be funny. They might like laugh at that. The jokes that get responses, from me like from I'm not I'm I'm not an eloquent speaker but anyways <laughs> I it helps just coming from a real honest place with stand up
0: yeah and so when,
1: I have to tap into that
0: when did you find out like how long did it how, how long do you think it took you to take you to find out how, and 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 what was that like when that switch happened when you said oh being doing this being real on stage is way better than trying to force myself into in these fake scenarios
1: oh i think i i found out immediately because bombing is the worst feeling in the world and (laughs) being on stage and having people just look at you like uh this is awful Uh is enough to be like oh i need to i need to actually make these real and funny. So, um, I think I've known that for a long time that it has to be real because I mean, I'll still bomb here and there and it is, it is just the worst feeling. Right. (laughs) And, and when I bomb now, I like, I'll like do inventory and be like, why did those not work? Because those same jokes worked at a show an hour ago Mm. and if I'm not getting a response, it's usually because I'm not present. I'm not like connecting with the audience. I'm in my head. I'm nervous, and that's all it takes. Is I could be telling the same jokes, but if they see that I'm scared, there, the audience doesn't want to laugh.
0: Mm. So, and what state of mind were you in when you were recording this uh, this record? Did it? Did you, did you sense yourself going, okay, this, this is the thing. This is the time I'm putting out this record. I'm going to do two shows and, uh, and I hope, I hope they laugh. I hope everybody loves it, but I'm here. I'm ready to do this right now.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened, but before I went on stage, I was really calm. I was excited. I, I was, I had this feeling of, I got this mm. and I went on stage very calm and that felt really good. And I don't know what happened because hours before the taping, I was like having trouble breathing. I was so nervous. So whatever state I fell into when it, it was go time felt very good mm. and I was, I was very, happy that I was in that state of mind and not like freaked out
0: and then after the fact after you know you did the word dump of an hour long of jokes did you feel relief was it weight weight, weight off your shoulders and did you did you feel like you had to start writing the next one
1: yeah I felt like it was my wedding day um like I imagine (laughs) that's what it feels like to get married just like there was so much love and and just it was like this is all about you chase and everyone you know is here and we're all celebrating you it just felt like the most incredible thing i was like this is what it what people feel like at their wedding day they must um and it was a relief i felt really good about it and then yeah there's been pressure ever since the taping i've had on my back knowing it's coming out i'm like I have to write a whole new set. And it's really scary because this set that I did, I've had years and years and years and years of polishing and adding a joke here, taking a joke out, tweaking this. And like, I knew those jokes were good. And I was very confident. And now I'm going back on stage. It feels almost like I'm starting over. And I know I'm at a different place starting over, but it feels like starting over, and it's really scary.
0: Yeah, it's it. Yeah, starting over, and but being in a different place, it's like now I think for you, the jokes are going to come way more naturally because you know exactly how you write and how you how things can happen. And now you're not beholden to telling those stories from the past. Now you can make new ones. You can find new ones, and it's going to be you know not not you know tremendously easier but that much easier just just to yeah. make another hour
1: and it feels like i do feel like those jokes that i have been telling i feel like was a a past version of me i feel like i have grown and i'm a different person now and the jokes if i were to just continue telling these jokes it's like that's not really me anymore that was me in my 20s and now i get to write what's truthful to me now.
0: Yeah, So
1: I guess it's exciting.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, What's it like touring for you? Have you have you gone on many uh, weekend long trips?
1: Yeah, I um, open for the comedian Christina P, who is a huge, huge, huge role model of mine, and we're on the road pretty much every other week. And I've been touring with her we started, I, I did two shows with her in 2019 and then just a few in 2020 before the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. We took like a year and a half off and then I went back like some of 2021, we did 2022 and now we're starting again. So I've been um, seeing what it's like to be a headliner and see what that life is and getting like mentored by her and then also just having full on boot camp because mm-hmm. i think from before i was on tour to after i was on tour is night and day just the yeah. uh, experience of being on the road and like having to make people laugh in a different city every time and like there's so much learning that comes from that and yeah it really feels like boot camp being on the road
0: and i i think you know it must feel amazing to have a woman as a, as a mentor, as a role model uh, and someone I, the has Christina been doing it a long time because like it, it would stink to be, you know, doing this in the nineties and, and there's like a thousand white male comics and, you know, 20 women comics who, who have to fight for their own and they don't, they don't have yeah. time, but now Christina is able to help usher you in into the business and bring you to the forefront as uh, she has a chance for herself
1: oh yeah she started like i don't know if it was the 90s but it definitely early 2000s and she um she her experience of being in a woman a woman in comedy is very different than mine because she was having to like break barriers still and um yeah it's she has like 20 years in comedy so she's just i mean more than 20 but she's yeah she's just a pro and it's been so cool having her like take my hand through it and mentor me and give me advice and she's she's really been a game changer
0: Hmm. in my life and then soon enough you can do that for someone else in your position you know in 10 years you can be like Hey, young lady, I'm going to take you on the road.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I would love to be able to help someone the way she's helped me. Yeah. It would be really lovely to give back.
0: Now, uh, before we end here, I do want to uh, mention, this is the dumbest thing I've, um, I'm probably going to say on in any interview, but I was watching your TikToks and it was the mu- musicals in real life. <laughs> And I did it was the very first t- I just I just clicked on one. I a random, random episode. And it was um uh what was it uh how how do you know that he loves me uh from enchanted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. or how do I know that you love her, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh I didn't know that you weren't singing. <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, she sounds like Amy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, she's Thank really you. good at singing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then I watched Thank you. three more seconds. <laughs> So, good job <laughs> on those videos.
1: I wasn't singing. It wasn't <laughs> me. Um, thank you. That's so funny. I um I I'm glad you watched that one first. I have some really embarrassing ones that um you know, I've been encouraged to keep up, but I really think that um it's going to hinder my dating life. I think it's gonna be an issue for me to find a husband if these (laughs) videos are what they see of me. So, that one, at least I'm in a dress. Yeah. You know,
0: well, I mean, (laughs) I I think, I think, you know, uh, a guy, a single guy uh, will see that. They'll see you're a comedian. A, they'll be like, whoa, comedian. And then, second, uh, every guy you date is going to be Celia Stallone, apparently. Uh, and then second, they're <laughs> going to see uh, uh, these videos and think, "Oh, you know what? She's good at putting herself out there. That's that's the fun part." And they'll and they'll and they'll love but it.
1: But that's a turn on. I think guys think standups is that's bad.
0: Really? Well, for for me, I you know I don't think so. I think okay. uh, someone someone who is like you're making you're making money. You're doing your job and um uh and i i think it's fine you know when i when i see if if i'm on hinge
1: okay, i see a young
0: lady with a, like with a picture on a stand up stay on a stage and i'm like whoa she does oh, stand you know
1: you best believe there is no picture of me on hinge with a stand up <laughs> microphone and it does not say that i do stand up it says i'm a writer and then on bumble it says i'm a motorcycle mechanic i really don't but that I must stand up. I'm not a motorcycle mechanic. Okay. But I mean guys are excited <laughs> that I'm a motorcycle mechanic.
0: <laughs> There's like one guys like uh, you got I got a Ducati you need to fix over here. Just, just
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like can't wait to talk combustion engines. So, you know, they're thrilled.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Well, Chase, uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but this has uh, been fantastic. Uh, you you are a wonderful talent, and I'm so glad I had a chance to talk talk to you and everything.
1: I really appreciate this. This was such a lovely interview. Thank you so much. Honestly, your your questions were great, especially what Kardashian is my favorite. I. <laughs> I truly never been asked that so I'm so excited I got to share it. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm gonna start implementing that question to everybody. I should have yeah. uh, I, t- I talked to Adam Devine a couple of months ago. I should have asked him.
1: I saw I saw that's so cool. Um yeah you should have asked him I would have loved sure to know yes. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you thank you thank you um I'm I'm excited to uh to share this